May the fourth be with you. It's Maelstrom Radio. Maelstrom Radio. With your host, Flatus and Shinder. And welcome everybody to Maelstrom Radio. My name is Flatus. With me, this host is single and ready to respect the hell out of you. It's Shin. Hey. Like that? Ah. And uh, I'm your host, Flatus, and I'm also single and ready to respect the hell out of you. You need to get a better intro for yourself, that one. I know why I wouldn't respect the hell out of somebody. Oh, oh, no. uh, Yeah, my name is Flatus, and I, uh, hold on. Thanks to Feeny, uh, I'm Here, a goddamn. Yeah, I can delight. announce it as you. Uh, all right, yeah, all right, you can't see that on stream at all. No, okay, oh, yeah, yeah, you can. I'm a. God- it was even better because the bird kind of cut, so it looked like it was your head on the bird. <laughs> yeah, I'm a goddamn delight. Thank you, Feeny. Feeny, uh, the great, amazing Feeny Lee, got me, uh, got me an early birthday gift and got me a shirt from Effin Birds. It's a, it's an angry, angry crow. Next this is awesome. Other like Angry Bird or Effin Birds uh, tweets going out earlier, and then realized that like they all just kind of fit really, really well. Mm-hmm. They're great. I love Effin Birds. You, Feeny and Chat, you are a goddamn delight. Uh, so I'm here being classy today. Yeah. Shin, shin Fancy drink. glass. Drink it out I don't have any other proper glass glasses, so drinking out of a goblet. No, I, this is definitely a wine glass. This is not they wine. Don't, they can't, they don't know. I, that it's a wine glass? It was pretty visible. Yeah, it looks more like a goblet. It's fatter. It's rounder. It's a red wine glass. You often drink red wine? I don't drink wine at all, generally. Alright. It is May. You want to hear what I made? You want to hear May's thing? I don't know. Should we leave it to the end of the show? I don't. Uh, I don't know. Feeny, I'll let Feeny. I'll let, let Feeny decide. Feeny, for the shirt. Yeah, for the shirt, Feeny. Do you want to hear what Maze is? Oh, Feeny said yes. Big all caps. All right. Well, here it is. <laughs> Fuck you! It's Kind of disappointed that it didn't go on longer. I had it longer and I cut it because I was like, I should probably cut this back. It went on a little too long. Like it almost went through the whole like him beatboxing, like the boom dot, the mm, like the whole thing. And I was like, that's too long. I have some other ideas, but uh, uh huh. We'll talk after the show. We should yeah. probably get it right into it though. Yeah.
You got a lot. I don't know about a lot, but we have some really interesting stuff, and I'd rather talk about that than um, Corn. that. Corn. All right, so let's jump to the news. Uh, the PS3 to PS4 data transfers will be ending with 4.3, so if you, some for some reason, are still playing in heaven's word on your PS3, uh, it's it's time. It, listen, let's have a heart-to-heart. Stormblood's better. You should come and do Stormblood. It's, let's, listen, it's time to move on to North Ishgard. <laughs> Get a PS4. And, uh, you know, just... I'm transfer your shit after PS3. You know, just just transfer it. Just, but seriously though, if you're still on a PS3 or you have a PS4 and you've you know stopped playing the game, maybe and you still have your PS3 around, maybe just data transfer it just to be on the safe side. Um, just in case you ever decide to come back, even for a free, you know, weekend. So. Also, automatic dis- uh, disband. I almost <laughs> I almost said automatic dismemberment <laughs> for PvP teams. That seems like a terrible idea. Please don't automatically dismember me. <laughs> and I thought that would have been so much cooler. <clears throat> if we actually had dismemberment in our PvP, our PvP would be so cool. <laughs> Automatic disbandment for PvP teams is hitting. Uh, that will be... Uh, it's a 90-day period of counted from when the team was formed, not from when uh, release of patch 4.3. Any teams meeting this criteria in 4.3 will release will be automatically disbanded. Uh, so it's just if no members log in. If you in. want to keep your PvP team, log in. Do stuff. It's like your house. <laughs> keep your house, keep your team. You're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> save, save so, log on once every like 90 days. Go to your house. Go to your PvP. Yeah, save the cheerleader, save the world. That's the rules. Log in, save your house, save your team, save the cheerleader, save the world. Uh, letter from the producer live 44. Glad you went there. Yeah. <laughs> letter from the producer live 44 uh, will be happening on May 11th. That is next Friday at 4 in the morning. So early. Get your coffee. Ugh, it's too early. But uh, so it'll be be done, you know, next week. So let's see if that happens. I hope it happens. I hope it's I hope it's good. I hope we get some major information that you know, it's a lot of We should be getting 4.3 info. The rest of the 4.3 info. But we st- but we won't know what the t- the trial fight is. They they still won't release that even on the like they won't put it in the trailer. They won't say what it is during the live letter. That's fair though. Like we still will be able to get some more 4.3 information and We'll hopefully get a nice surprise uh, in a few weeks when they release 4.3. Yes, and that's actually, I think, a really great way of doing it. I think too often uh, we get ruined about what, what it is and what's coming. I think, like, sometimes you can tease it really well, like Kefka, like, like the little laugh. Yeah, but the, 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 it was almost too much of a teaser because you knew immediately what that was. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's much, much more fun when people have to speculate wildly about things. They have no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. Once you do that iconic like laugh that he does, then it's it's all over. So. I'm kind of hoping that sometime in the next few patches, Asali becomes like killable. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't not mind killing the guy with the bad haircut. Listen, Vidal Sassoon would kill him. I'd, I'd kind of would. Mm. We should get to what's his face to come and fight off with him. 
Destination. Yeah, I can't remember his name. Jandler. He pops up now and then. Yeah, that one. That guy. I know someone in chat. Just have him suddenly pop up in the middle with Asahi there, and he's like, "No, this is a travesty." (laughs) Just stab him in the neck with a banana clip. (laughs) (laughs) Spray him in the eyes. <laughs> with hairspray, just whoop, pow, right, <laughs> right in an artery. Snip, snip. <laughs> uh, speaking of cutting, <laughs> and cut. <laughs> let's cut. Let's cut to our main talking point. Uh, I don't know how that was exactly. We'll just go with. Uh, so we decided that May is going to be special here on Maelstrom Radio. That we're going to focus on music. Now, that's not just. Our favorite bands, and you'll listen to our favorite bands. But uh, we decided to kick off this Friday with uh, one of our favorite uh, writers and composers for the Final Fantasy series, and that is uh, Masayoshi Soken. Uh, and you know that's why we kind of asked earlier this week on 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 Twitter, who's your favorite Final Fantasy composer? And I told Shin, I was like, most people will name Uematsu and Soken. Like those are the two. Now we got one. We got one uh, Sarisian who was like Sakimoto, and I was like, "All right, yeah, Sakimoto." If you know Sakimoto, most people will say Sakimoto, but I don't think like the growing popular, you know, people would be like Sakimoto. To be fair, uh, Sakimoto was also uh, number three spot behind Soken and Uematsu. So that's also a good point. Um. Lenoa Le- Leona Lewis is your favorite composer? What? I don't know. Chili, I don't know who that is, but I'll I'll wait for you to tell me. Uh I don't know what's going on. Um <laughs> So so we're gonna talk a little bit uh, about Soak and give you a little bit of history about Soak and his music, uh and and just the guy in general. Uh so let's fair warning, Flatus might have been outside of his room staring into it, watching him to get this information. Yeah, that's how that's how I went down. That went down. Just heavy breathing outside of a window. <laughs> Just like mouth heavy mouth breathing. Hey, we had to start ASMR somewhere. <laughs> Waiting with wearing the shirt. This is my goddamn delight. <laughs> Wanna get a bowl of ramen? <laughs> No, no, no. Cup noodle. Cup noodle? <laughs> it's just, I'm already there with a cup noodle in my hand. <laughs> like, one cup, two, two sets of spoons. Chopsticks. It would be two sets of chopsticks. That's a whole other video that we're just not going to touch. Mm. Could have that moment like in Lady of the Tramp. <laughs> now, the question is, do you think he'd go in? Like, do you think he'd meet me? Like, would he stop it? Do you do you think he'd go the whole way? Probably. Or do you think he'd go forward and back? <laughs> We're not. This is this is this is going great. Anyway, go forward and back and forward yeah. and back and forward and back, but and then one foot forward. But so. let's for right now. Let's take one step back. Born in La Paz, Baja, California, and then Sur, Mexico. Sokin and his family uh, moved to Tokyo where he attended the Tokyo University of Science. So, uh, not even born in Japan proper, born in Mexico. I, I wonder now, 
I wonder if he knows uh, Spanish. <laughs> I would love just to go through and be like, you oh, that's okay. Na- on FanFest, just go up to him and start speaking Spanish <laughs> yeah, and just see go, what happens. Hola, soque. <laughs> see, he just goes like, hola. That'd be great. Uh, that would actually be amazing. Yeah, right? Uh, so he attended the Tokyo University of Science, and um, throughout his musical career, Sokin uh, came out of the name. He, he had some uh, had some other names. He, he didn't always go by his normal, everyday uh, Masayoshi Sokin. Uh, you may also know him as Masayoshi Kikuchi, uh, Sorborn Soken, and Louis Noma. <laughs> Which is the last one I love so much. Not quite sure where these kind of came from. I wanted to, but I guess it's it's not uncommon to go through like a stage name type. Deal. No, it's not. I don't know where Kikuchi. Am I saying that right? Is it Kikuchi? Yeah, that sounds about right. And then I mean, as far as Sorbon, is it Sorbon? I don't know. I didn't think about looking up just a single name just to see maybe where it came from. Like, maybe it was like a cool anime. He was like, yeah, it's a dope character. Just call myself Sorbonne. But Louis Norman? (laughs) Louis Noma? That's that's an American like-esque name. That is a very like like European name. So I wonder where Louis Noma came from. Now, I I want to point out Louis is spelt more in the Hispanic uh, way of L U I S, so that is more of a Hispanic like Lewis, uh, where instead of like L U L O U I S E, which would be like a more European American form spelling it, so Louise maybe. But <clears throat> who knows? I don't know. So fast forward from there, he's joining uh, Square in two thousand one. This is before the Enix merger. Uh, and his first assignment was arranging two songs, and one of them was the extended play of uh, Feel Slash Go Dream, uh, Yuna and Titus. Now, that CD was a, an extra CD outside the realm of uh, Final Fantasy X, and it was like extended takes and, comp- and, and composed mute songs from the Final Fantasy X um, game. Or <laughs> Sorbet. <laughs> yep, yep, Sorbet so good. Um, and, uh, I'm going to play you a little bit of, uh, one of the songs he did, which was, and I hope I got the right one. Did it go the right one? I think so. I want to say yes. I'm going to make sure I'm going to start playing it. I hope I did the right one. And go. Wait. Nope. This is it. And uh, as you can hear from there, that is very soaking. I don't think it's soaking singing, but it's definitely soaking playing that rock esque. Like you could tell, like soaking very early on. (laughs) I'm gonna nod my head and say yes because I couldn't get to hear it because of. uh, There are links there. It's it's not through stream. I know, but there's links there. Um. 
thought it was going to be as heavy fan as start. No, believe it or not, uh, he 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 kind of stuck that way. And also, uh, when he actually got to compose his first game with, which was, and I'm going to butcher the hell out of this name, Nichi Bekakon. <laughs> Bacon, Nietzsche Bacon, Nietzsche. All right, that's easy when you say bacon. All right, Nietzsche, Nietzsche Bacon, Pro Baseball Final League. Uh, I couldn't find OST music for this. I wanted to so bad. The soundtrack, Nietzsche. <laughs> don't phonetically write it. <laughs> Nietzsche Bacon. All right, well, I said it that way. Uh, so th- that game. He did like a like a punk, like like rocking like punk heavy metal, and the only reason I know that is because I found gameplay with the music playing behind it, and I didn't want to play that because it took away from the soundtrack, and I almost just wanted to find just the soundtrack. And let me tell you, there were some bangers on there. If you can find that, if you can find the OST for that, please go find it. It's probably really really good, uh, and it's it's his early stuff. So I don't I, you could tell there's some angst behind it. Like you could tell he was listening to like Rage Against the Machine and it being his favorite band, you can tell like that's where he was coming from. And he it's a baseball game. <laughs> it's, it's it's baseball with like a Tony Hawk soundtrack. <laughs> so, I mean, I'll take it. I'll take it. Too bad it's not like Tony Hawk style baseball where you're like swinging the bat off your hand and hitting people in the head with it and trying to get home runs. So, uh, you know, it was freaking dope. So, and then finally, Sokin comes into the public eye. He performs at the 2005 Square Enix party event, and he was confirmed a sound editor for the company. His only known roles as a sound editor are for the 2005 titles Dragon Guard 2 and Front Mission 5, Scars of War. And we're going to go in and listen a little bit from Front Mission 5 OST. I will still say, still to like back then, he had this mix between rock and like electronic music. But to be fair, like this song and uh, the soundtrack, uh, he was just the sound uh, editor on, correct? He wasn't actually a composer for this one, so he just did the editing more for it. The editing, but (laughs) still, come on. It's okay. It's got a good beat, but it doesn't seem like his style so much to me. No, but we'll get there. We will get there. I still like oh, it. Though. We're definitely going to get there. Oh, yeah. It's coming. Oh, it's coming. So. Good idea, Feeny. I'll start posting the links to the Discord in the Discord server. Yeah, absolutely. We'll have and we'll have all this up on our website as well. Um. So in 2006, Sokin composed and arranged the score to Mario Hoops 3-on-3. <laughs> and I'm not joking. Uh, Mario Hoops 3-on-3 was a game uh, developed by Square Enix and, and published by Nintendo. So that's a... I didn't know that. <laughs> I Square learned... Enix and, and Nintendo both had a really good relationship for like way back when. Yes, and I agree with you. And then it kind of broke down and I got really, really sad because, you know... I love Nintendo and Square Enix is some pretty cool stuff. Yeah, I, I, you're getting better now. They're they're back together. Yeah, but you know, I would expect like 
Soken composing Mario RPG, not Mario with three on three hoops. To be fair, like, this is still, it seems pretty early on in his career. Like, it, we've it gone is. from arranging songs to doing a sound editing, and now we're back at arranging again. Like, uh, he kind of was working his way up and eventually got to some composing and stuff, uh, as we'll see in the next little bit. And then we'll kind of see, like, once we start hearing his composed pieces, how it kind of changes. Mm-hmm. And of course, we've got Final Fantasy XIV, which is very, very different from a lot of these uh, pieces as well. And you can definitely see, even within fourteen, uh, the earlier pieces composed by uh, Uematsu and uh, the original composers for the game, which, whose name is currently escaping me, uh, they have a very different style from what uh, after Sokan took over. And he kind of took that style initially. And then eventually now I think we're kind of seeing him use more of his style. And it's kind of evolved from that original game soundtrack. Yeah. Sokan is very much a like beast from the guy. Like, like he learned from like the metal and rock and rock rap bands he was listening to. And yeah, <laughs> throwing up horns and stuff. And you could tell that that comes out in his music and, and, Almost to, I think, to the point where I think if I had to, I don't, I know Yoshi P maybe sends, like, he'll create music, Yoshi P says not for this, but I don't think Yoshi P tells him that's not what I wanted. I think he gives Soken pretty much free reign on what to create, um, as we'll, we'll find out in, in a bit. <clears throat> along, uh, along with Kenji Ito and Tsuyoshi Siketo, uh, he created the soundtrack for Donna Mana. Uh, and I'm not going to say the Japanese name for the life of me. Saiken. Saiken. Uh-huh. Saiken Densetsu. Four in Japan. All right. Four. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Soken also arranged a few tracks from previous Mana games and performed the electric guitars for, her, for his arrangements. Uh, so I went and found one of his arrangements. Uh, would you like to listen to uh, Disc 2 track... Where is it? I don't know. I'm, more, I'm I've got the the YouTube link. I do. I know. Uh, it's it's track. It's track. It's disc two track. But up 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 fifteen on disc two. It's called uh, Death Sally Battle. <laughs> now I know this is his, and everyone will find out soon why this is his. Wait for it. Doesn't it sound a little bit like Titan? I was gonna say it, but I can't hear when your song actually goes into it, so that I was I couldn't make the joke. It's okay. But it 100% reminds me of Titan. Like pre-Titan, Titan, Titan yeah. I like more, and I don't think that Titan's song is uh, one of the better ones on the fourteen track. Although under the weight, a great song. 
The Primal's version, fantastic. Primal's everything is fantastic, but that's way, way down, and I noticed you didn't even include it on here, so we can go into that later. Oh, there's many surprises to come to one. It's not in the notes. <laughs> it's surprises. Surprises should not be for me. <laughs> Uh, in 2007, he scored an online game called El Best with I Yamashita. Uh, I, good luck. I, I cannot. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure if I searched, I can probably. Where are we now? Uh, we're at two, in 2007. He scored the online game El Best. It's right under the mana game. I got it. Yeah. Um. So, and, 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 listen. A lot of this is like trying to find. Uh, you grab that question so I can beat him over the head with it later. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so can <laughs> actually I can hear. We have a question from Safest Sephiroth. How uh -huh. often do you actually answer questions in the shows? We don't. We generally do it during the show when they're not stupid. Yeah. Jag off. Soken. <laughs> Soken has also contributed to Square Enix advertisements for Front Mission Five. Scars of War and featured sports uh, <laughs> featured the sports commercial song Blue Stream, Soken's only composition in the game. So, thank you. So, I would love to see uh, Soken, you know, in an advertisement. Oh wait, that happened. Soken also participated in the Square Enix advertisement for pencils, where he got beaten up by two robots. <laughs> I searched for this. I really did search for this commercial because I wanted to see Soken fight two robots. Because nothing would make me happier. So, uh, remember that game that you couldn't find music from? Yo, you found the baseball game? Elbest? Oh, Elbest? You I found did. Music? Oh, I thought I was talking about the baseball game. <laughs> no, but I found this Elbest one. Did you? Like a lot. Oh shit! You know, I mean, I'll play it. Is it good? Like <laughs> listening to it? I'll play a little. It, it's. I'm gonna send you the one that I clicked on. I'll play because I'll play, it has a great name. Just throw it in the notes real quick, and I'll just click on it. That's a good spot. <laughs> what's What's the name? No, I'll, I'll find out. We'll find doing it live. So the name of this song is Honda Egg Musical Dance. <laughs> Wait a minute! This is a great song! What just happened? I don't know, but I'm like over 30 seconds into it now, which is too long to play for our show, but yeah. it just keeps changing each time and... You should listen to this whole thing after the show. It's great. <laughs> need, need a little, listen, I, I played a little bit more than I should have on that one, but you know what? Square Enix, please don't get mad at us. We're, we're talking about Soken. We're a really big fan of his. And that's a gold mine right there. Whatever. <laughs> oh, that wasn't even Square Enix on that one. Oh. Oh, like, it got better around 50 seconds in. Does it get better? All right, hold on. I'll just skip to 50 seconds. Oh, it seconds. does. Hold on. You should skip to about 45 seconds. All right, I can do that. So... 
All right, 45 seconds. Right? <laughs> what is this song? Why is it so, like, it's so weird, it's good. It's called Honda Egg Musical Dance, so it had to be ridiculous. That's like Papaya, except a little weirder and a little better. <clears throat> wait, wait, there's uh -oh. another track later in here called Egg Musical Dance Smeared with Blood. Are you serious? Well, listen, so, alright, send me the link. So, listen, <clears throat> If you want, we'll review some Soken songs a little bit in a little bit in the show. But let's keep, I'm going to keep moving. Why Shin does that? I really don't know what this. Mm. Yeah, we got to go through these later. These are great. Yeah. There's also a song here, though I don't have any information on it, called "Sad Egg." I don't know what this game is, but now I'm so interested. What? To me personally, this is. I don't know. What? <laughs> I can't read that. I can't read that on the show. Feeny, I can't read no, that live. No, no. It's really funny, Feeny, but I can't. Um. Soken also this is participating in the square. In, in, uh, I'm lost because of what Feeny said. Uh, yeah, he fought two robots. Let's let's get back. Whew. All right, back. Oh, we're the robot fighting. We're the robot fighting. Whew. He got beat up by two robots. Two. Yeah, uh, and created the fanfare for Square Enix uh, Music TV, a uh, monthly video feature where new album releases are discussed and interviews with Square Enix composers are conducted. That sounds dope. Like, <laughs> you would watch that. I'm going to YouTube that later. The meme. Oh, geez. I'm going to get back in the meme school with Phoenix. Uh, of course, for the iTunes exclusives, uh, the Square Enix official bootleg collection, Soken contributed a piece, the piece Dog Street for the first volume in 2006, and then Languid Afternoon for the third volume in 2007. He went under the alias Sorbonne Soken, as we mentioned earlier in the show, for the third volume. I wonder, I, and I tried looking up Languid Afternoon, I couldn't find it, but I did find Dog Afternoon, sure. I'll play a little Dog Street. I'm sorry, Dog Street, not Language Afternoon, but Dog Street is what he contributed. So here it is. This is definitely a second time. Very heavy metal again. Very guitar centric. Good stuff, Soken. And lyrics. And I want to point out that he added fem uh, a, f a female uh, vocalist on this track, and it's just really good. Like, she can wail. It's just a really good song. <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> I may be looking for these Square Enix official bootlegs because they sound really good. So, moving on. Does oh. The, oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm really. Mm. Mm. No, I'm sorry. I have to send this to you. Okay. Uh, can you play uh, Windows Media Video Files on stream? Uh, like, I can? Like, just send it to me. I'll figure it out. I'm trying to find the link again. 
What did you find? Because we need this on the stream. Like, the song or the video? Did you find the video of him fighting robots? Found the video of him fighting the robots, and it's amazing. Holy shit, hold on. But it's not even online. Like, you have to download the video. Okay, hold on. Yes, safe. This is definitely a Soken jam session. This episode is dedicated to Soken and yeah. his amazing music. Yeah. Because this, this is Music May. Yeah, it's, it's music. That's why it says Rise Within, the story of Soken, right underneath me. That's what it says that. Uh, see if I can open this. Uh, I so while you set that up, I'll have to uh, we oh. just did the, the, the dog street stuff. Dude, hold on. Holy shit. That's amazing, <laughs> isn't it? Holy shit. Oh, stream, you need to see this. This will be the greatest thing ever on our show. To be fair, we don't have a lot of story. Uh, but we do have a lot of music because uh, Sokin makes music. And honestly, I would rather listen to the music than us talk for an hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really confused why I have a picture of Connie Senna and the uh, other Pajali characters in my downloads folder. But I think that was from our April Fool's Day stuff. Yes. Anyway, I can give some more stories. You keep doing this because uh, dead air is a terrible thing. I'm trying to. I'm trying to uh, get it to do the video without covering our faces, but we may need so. Some. Oh right. yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead and take it. I'm gonna try to get this. Get this going. All right. So in 2008, he also composed the Japan exclusive Nanashi no Game. This time, Game? No game? Could be Game. I, I can't tell if this is in English or in Japanese because it's... Anyways, uh, this time he used the pseudonym Luis Noma, as we also mentioned earlier. Uh, there is another sound clip for this. We're currently in the middle of uh, trying to get a different sound clip going, so we'll postpone this one, but this was a uh, Nintendo DS game. Oh, wait, that one's really good. Hold on. Yeah, and it's kind of like a creepy horror one. No, you keep serving your thing. We can come back to this one. All right. I'm trying so hard. Uh, again, we're going back to Nintendo here. In 2010, he composed another sports game for the Wii. This time, he composed uh, for Mario Sports Mix, which, honestly, I've never heard of. And I'm kind of surprised because I would have figured sports games and Wii kind of go together pretty well. But uh, it doesn't look like that's the case. Okay, I, I, I did a thing. Oh. Are we ready for the thing? I think so. Alright. Do the thing! This is Soken from the <laughs> final Square Enix video where he fights. Doing it live! This is so good. It's so good. <laughs> it's a pencil commercial. Yeah, did you not remember that? Oh, I forgot. 
I'd like to just remind everyone that Soka also composed this music. Now we have a short with Soka fighting. Yeah, safe. The, the whole concept of this is the music that Sokin made. So Sokin was actually the composer for that he music. Composed that. He also starred in the commercial. <laughs> Wrote the music for that <laughs> commercial. Fought two robots in the video. It's for fucking pencils. And the pencils were on screen for less and, and than five seconds. <laughs> they were on the screen for less than five seconds. It just said pencils. Sold. Yeah. Sold. I want 10 packs. I need 10 packs of pencils right now. <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. I love it. Uh, everybody on the uh, uh, the, uh, the audio portion of this. Uh, Soken fought two robots and, uh, and sold pencils. But uh, majority of that commercial, which was how long was that commercial? Like... Three minutes? Uh, was it even that long? Maybe less. I don't know. It, it, roughly, like, I'm going to say somewhere between the two to three minute area. Ten seconds of that video. It, it was a minute and 45 seconds. Oh, my God. Two minutes and about ten seconds of that was like a picture of pencils. And it just said pencils. <laughs> <clears throat> but it made you want to buy the pencils. Oh, yeah. For fuck. Yeah. I want some and pencils. And I want to see robot wrestling. <laughs> All of a sudden, I think that would be... Why come we don't have people fighting robots? I think, I think we need to uh, contact our uh, favorite Square Enix employees and see if we can get some for a uh, fan fest. Galactic robot wrestling? <gasps> they can fight Cruise <laughs> Chaser! No? <laughs> can't, not, can't, can't go fight Alexander in a ring match? I mean, it might work better for uh, the Voltron fight. True. Like, you fight all five of them, and all of a sudden, like, at the end, they come out as, like, one big one. <laughs> and after they get defeated, they drop pencils. <gasps> like, like, they explode in Piat. Like, they, like, just poof. Pencils. Like, like, you know, when you hop on a creature and, like, Coins come out. I'm gonna go chant brute justice again this year, and charge you a hundred dollars for a robot costume. I'd buy it. <laughs> Don't, you'd have to wait in line for like six years to get that robot costume, but it'll be there. Uh, so as Shin mentioned, uh, he did. Uh, he composed for a Japanese exclusive called Nanashi, uh, No Game, which is a it was a horror game for the the DS. This uh, this song is really good. Kind of creepy-ish. Yeah. Get this open so you can hear it. Now, um, something I noticed. Fun fact: that's not actually the Japanese. Uh, what? Hold on a second. Wait for it. Alright, around like the 20th, 22nd mark, there's a part in here, I swear, is from Little Lady's Day from that we just had. I swear to you, it's from Little Lady's Day. Like, he did a rendition of this for Little Lady's Day. It is kind of that 8-bit style that we've been seeing a lot, and 
That's that's awesome. No, but he took. It's like, not it, but it's similar. It's not, but he took this song and redid it in Final Fantasy fourteen. Oh yeah, I do definitely hear the similarities between this and the the Little Ladies Day stuff we just did. Mm-hmm. So played too much of that, but all that game is going to. So. In 2010, we've come to the point. We got that one. Yep. Oh, we got the last one, the most important one. Oh, well, yeah, then, like 2010 to, to 2010 to current, actually. Uh, Soken has been working on Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, this is where he's made a true name for himself. Uh, Soken has been a, a name that all the players know. Uh, his music is listened to. Um, Worldwide, he's written tons and tons and tons of music for this game. Uh, he's gotten into the Guinness Book of World Records. He created some memorable tunes, um, and I and I have to say, very few MMOs can can incite um, memorable music. Very few games. Uh, I give credits to EverQuest for making one of the most phenomenal, like, well-known, like, main themes that you could know. You hear the EverQuest theme, you know it right off the bat if you've ever played that game. Um, WoW had the song as a Sindori. If you listen to that song, you know that song. Um, WoW also has very similar tunes. Um, Elder Scrolls Online, I could give them some credit, but technically I'd just be giving, you know, uh, <laughs> Elder Scrolls five. I'd be giving Skyrim. I'd be giving Skyrim Jeremy Soul. Jeremy Skeet. He did a lot of the Elder Scrolls games. He did. And Guild Wars 2. Yes. And the music's really good, but I, the problem with Elder Scrolls Online is that I don't think Jeremy Soul did Elder Scrolls Online. I believe that they... No, he didn't do online. And But they did take, like, Dragon Song and, like, did renditions of Dragon Song in it. So it's like, mm, it's memorable, but it's not... <laughs> eh. So... Soken, on the other hand, has done something amazing. He's Silent Hill is very distinct. You're right, podcast dude. Silent Hill music is phenomenal. I love actually, and I love real quick though. Low key, Silent Hill remixes are really good. <laughs> it's cre- kind of like that. That his other like that creepy little music. He does kind of like that. Um, but so only Soken could could sit there and. Did I, uh, uh-oh, been playing this whole time. I don't, oh no. All right, good. Uh, only Soken can sit down and say, uh, uh, not only do I want to write the music for the final boss of a raid, but I also want to make it a rap song. <laughs> so, uh, the mind behind Soken, uh, gave us Rise. This is the Primal's version specifically, correct? It is. And it's still good. (laughs) 
I could play this whole song, but I'm not going to. <laughs> yeah, I, I would love to. I, Rise is great. Um, uh, actually, all, most of this music is amazing. We we got Rise. We have um, Oblivion. We have we have Rise. Actually, Obli- both versions of Oblivion. Oblivion and uh, the ballad version, which I can't remember the name of offhand. Um. Yeah, he. I mean, he's given us so much. He's fallen angel from Garuda, uh, under the weight uh, with Titan. Uh, Leviathan's theme is amazing. Like all, of, all of the uh, Sephiroth was a phenomenal song. Also got Power Man Five Thousand yelling at them for a minute. Um, so of course, one of the most iconic things is that the man could also if he could do one thing and give us a rap song, but of course. Take one of the most iconic, well-known, loved summons, aeons, icons, and trials and characters in the Final Fantasy realm, Shiva, and not only write a touching uh, piano piece, uh, but also give us a punk song. And, of course... Turn a punk song into a lovely piano piece. Yeah. So with that said... Eva, phase two. Oblivion. Oblivion. It's it's such a bleak song for how fast paced it is. And um The lyrics are beautifully written. Um and this is something you can listen to in the car with the windows down and people would just think this is a song and not think like this is from a video game at all. Yeah, that's true. Like, and a lot of this, I would, I'd say a lot of the music is kind of like that as well. Yeah, it. They don't tend to be uh, very video gamey. Like some of the the Overland themes, for sure. Um, a lot of the dungeon themes and that sort of stuff is more gamey. But the the trial primal music that definitely gets a little bit more into the uh, more mainstream, I guess, kind of song it, styles. It does. As long as you don't listen to the actual lyrics, which are 100% very, very much tied to the game. Uh, damn, James, you just... Hold on, let me catch up with chat real quick. It's such a great song. Fragile creatures, we are meant to fight the Reaper. Can't defeat her, so instead I have to beat her. Uh, it, it, it is, and... <laughs> I'm really disappointed the pony doesn't play the full song. <laughs> like, the the piano and everything. I know, but I got you got Oblivion, so it's kind of nice that you get Oblivion. Um. Damn, James, you've beat. Uh, Pony doesn't play the full song. Soft beating. Ooh, <laughs> I, I. You know, it's funny. I actually. I have a uh, the soundboard on how to say that properly. Where is it? Like how to say ooh. No. Ooh. Did I not put it on here? Oh, that sucks. I guess. I guess I didn't. Well, that's what I. 
Oh, oh no, there, there it is. Never let it go. Here it is. How to pronounce ooh. <laughs> That's how you say U W U. Ooh. What I got. <laughs> Thanks, Internet. <laughs> With that being said, of course, like I said, there's one surprise. There's one song. Don't don't forget this one. Oh. Being linked music now. We've already played it, but this is the other version. Oh, is this the blood version? Hold on. No, no, this is never let it go. Which, unlike let it go, is very, very calm. Oh, the piano version? Yeah, it's totally just, different. Just let it go. This is so different from... This is a punk song. This is a song from a video game. I love that he starts to bring like violin and cello in and it just just ever so slightly um it's a beautiful piece it is really a really beautiful song um and of course I can't forget the last one of the most rocking I think first songs that I think we've heard out of Soken um which was under the weight uh Titan uh, heavy metal, tough, and free now. And this is the Primal's version of Under the Weight. Also, I suggest go seeing the video. I will send the link for Shim so he has it. I think I might have seen it. Heavy hitting, it's crunchy. It's got soaking yelling. Just yelling under the weight. And it fits, you gotta think about like when Titan came out, how tough of a fight it was when it initially came out. I still have had groups go in there and I can't actually finish can't, Titan. Yeah, I can't finish Titan still, and that's sad. <laughs> But uh, like actually, I prefer Titan uh, Extreme because watching people go in there and try to do Titan Extreme and just item synced, flicked off the ledge. Boop. <laughs> like, boop. 
Um, full, full, uh, it, well, Feeny, Feeny called for it. Uh, if I were a cheese, what would I be? So that's what your impression is of me. Bold with lingering flavor. Yeah, there you go. Bold with lingering flavor. Uh, so, um, and, and that's where we are with Sokin. Uh, Sokin does have some great music, of course, within Stormblood. Uh, the Biako theme is phenomenal. He wrote an amazing bass line for that. This, this, this is fat, like, like, it's, it's amazing. Sokin is a phenomenal composer, editor, writer of music. He's not afraid, uh, to, to do something different in the video game verse, especially with an MMO. Now, we also can't give him full credit for a lot of the lyrics in these uh, songs. Absolutely. A lot of, he's the composer for the songs, yes. but the lyrics lyrics we have to give to others. Yes. Uh, uh, Koji Fox wrote Rise, and I believe he also wrote the lyrics for... I think he wrote all the lyrics for Alexander. I don't think he there was a point where he didn't, but I think... Uh, I'm not sure. I'd have to check the books. Yeah, but also... Um, it's. I, I mean, it's all great stuff the soundtracks are amazing uh i kind of wish a lot of it was on spotify that's <laughs> Square Inners. That's why i bought them Square Inners put it on spotify well, warcraft did it you go listen you can listen to the starcraft square square still has issues with releasing anything you're right <laughs> I'm only a little salty about this. I mean, it sometimes it takes them two tries to get it right. <laughs> I ah, have ah. physically gone to Japan to get some of their CDs. Ah. Two tries, get it? Two? Two tries to get it right? No? No? no. 2.0? <laughs> From Roman Born? 1.0 didn't exist. <laughs> it did exist. It's just, I'm kidding. Anyway. Another one for you, Feeny. There. With that being said, uh, I, we implore you that if you've kept the game music off, if you believe that MMO music is not your jam, and you actually listen to like your your everyday music, uh, listen to Final Horrible Fantasy. Horrible idea, by the way. I would suggest listening. Don't to, do that. Yeah, listen to Final Fantasy XIV's themes. They're really good. The music's phenomenal. It's beautiful. It. It, 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 it's passion. You can tell there's passion behind not only the way they've developed the story, it's also how important the music is in telling that story. Um, and and how powerful the types of music they put in. Uh, like we said, uh, a, a punk theme for a, a herding goddess, a, uh, a crunchy metal tune for a, 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 a you know an earth crunchy guy. metal yeah for crunch for yeah cr crunchy metal tune for a crunchy metal um up to and including a fast rapping song about gobbies blowing up and <laughs> and uplander doom uh with rise and alexander uh surprisingly gobby rhymes with a lot of things <laughs> Uh, so I would love to thank personally, uh, Louis Noma, a.k.a. Uh, Sorbonne, Sorbonne Sogan, Masayoshi Kikuchi, a.k.a. the one, the only, 
Masayoshi Soken. You do amazing work. Uh, I love your music. You're the reason why I would spend $45 on importing a Blu-ray disc just to get your music here. Multiple times. Uh, and I am super excited for the Primals uh, tour, the Primals coming to FanFest. Uh, it's one of the best parts of FanFest. Um, I'm so glad that when I went to FanFest last, we got a not only a piano concert, but we also got the Primals. And uh, thank you for writing beautiful music. I, if you ever see this, thank you. And we also can't forget the uh, Final Fantasy XIV Orchestra concert happening in... Uh, a month, I guess, just over a month uh, in L.A. and shortly after following up in Germany. Yeah. And if you didn't listen to the orchestrian pieces or the orchestral pieces, not the orchestral pieces, but the orchestral pieces, uh, Soken worked really hard on those and making sure that those came uh, to life. Um, and they're really beautifully done. Uh, the, the man is really talented. He's really talented. Um, so, uh, I you know, easily in you know he's up there with Uematsu Uematsu uh, handed this game series its music and Soken picked up the ball and went running and uh, I you know much thanks to all the composers in the middle um, you know Sakamoto and and the rest uh, but Soken's doing something real special and the fact that millions of people get to listen to his music daily is a big 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 win for the company um and for him so with that being said shin you have any final thoughts i got nothing to follow up after soken yep well with that of course you know it's usually what i'd normally say Dominant Umbra is the FC on Gilgamesh. You can come join us. 4.3 is just around the corner. It's coming out this month. Shin will be back. <laughs> I don't know for how long, but I'll be back for that. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how much content there is and see if it's worth him staying around for a little bit longer. Um, coming up this month, uh, we have some things planned. Uh, I believe we have interviews with certain play groups uh we have interviews with certain rp groups and uh all s circulating around music and art and stuff in the game um but first we wanted to intro it uh of course with the man behind the music so can uh thank you all for coming and hanging out with us uh for episode 79 we heard now 21 episodes away from 100 it's getting creeping on us closer and closer it seems <laughs> Uh, so with that being said, uh, as we get to episode 100, remind yourselves that here, Fridays, uh, 6.30 p... Oh, and that's wrong. Uh, <clears throat> no, it's, it's, you got those flipped backwards. That is 9.30 p.m. Eastern, 6.30 Pacific. <clears throat> that would have been cool. <laughs> like, 6.30 Eastern, 9.30 Pacific. Like, wait a minute, they do two shows? <laughs> <laughs> magic yeah uh the, you know and if you miss our show don't worry because you can find us on itunes google play and stitcher i would suggest if you can give us a uh give us a little likey like on on the itunes and give us a little review uh we like reading those uh because it it inflates our eat now <laughs> and uh it actually it's really cool when we get a, a um 
a review and you write something that like just reinforces what we do here uh makes us feel good about doing it and the fact that we bring some joy about two guys just chatting about their favorite composer for an hour uh it just makes you smile and hang you know it's about us at the end of the day we like to bring this discussion not only between shin and i but with everybody so um and of course you can find us on maelstromradio.com you can find our email on that website but you can also email us at show at maelstromradio.com uh you can find our discord on our website and you can find our twitter on our website but just in case you don't want to go to our website you want to and you have the twitter right in front of you like on your phone you can go to twitter.com forward slash maelstrom underscore radio you can find us on facebook.com forward slash maelstrom radio and i think that's it i don't think we have anything that's enough mm. twitch here you know i already talked about twitch but that's it got nothing else so uh you know shin wrote down there so long and thanks for all the fish <laughs> so uh you want to tell the fish goodbye so long and thanks for all the fish all right till the fish swallows all oh no <laughs> gonna mute you now <laughs> can't say those things uh i want to or I should have clicked this. Speaking of music. <laughs> um, want to thank, of course, my co-host Shin for hanging out with me every week. Uh, 21 episodes for 100. It's going to get real weird, I guess. Um, like I said, go listen to Soken and enjoy his music. And um, maybe on Twitter, send us some of your favorite, you know, Final Fantasy artists that are redoing Soken's music. You know, making a little changes, doing remixes, and tell us what you know that's good out there. So, that being said, as you all know, Storm Wolves. They'll see you swallows all. Keep listening. Maelstrom Radio is a production of MaelstromRadio.com, Blackfire Media Productions. Final Fantasy XIV and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Opening theme provided by Benjamin Anthony James. You can find more of their music over at soundcloud.com forward slash Ben773. Our outro is provided by Sodo. You can find more of their music over at soundcloud.com forward slash Sodo. Views and opinions expressed on this episode are of those of Maelstrom Radio and their hosts, and do not reflect the views and opinions of Square Enix. And until C swallows all, keep listening.